<laughs> okay, it's Kelly with TNT, and I am back to talk about a little time versus money when it comes to meal prep. So today I have with me, once again, uh, Tyler, Kaylee, and David. What up? Uh, so guys, what is the biggest debate that you hear from people whenever it comes to meal prep? Has it concerns with like time versus money? They say they don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a big, they, they think because the, or they just don't know what to do. I think it's the biggest thing because there's a few steps that have to take in place to actually meal prep. And it's a, and it's a system. Yeah. Like, and it's a, you have to refine it. And if you never do it, you're not good at it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like trying to hit a baseball whenever you're three years old and never have seen a baseball. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. Or you're me. Or you're, yeah. we're getting better. Yeah. And then it's also, it's like, it's consistency. It's like practice. people don't realize like meal prep, you don't just do it once and you're done for the year. Like yeah. you got a meal prep weekend, week out, every week, like if not multiple times in a week, depending on how, how, uh, how fresh you want your food, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, and, and especially whenever we're coming down to, if you want a goal and you want to, to attain this goal through, and if you want to lose weight, you're going to have to put actions forth to be able to do this. So you're either going to have to take the time yep. to meal prep or you're going to have to pay somebody else to do it for yeah. you. There's sa- like back to the two, there's two sacrifice. Options. There's you have to choose sacrifice. goals. You, yeah. Yeah, you have to sacrifice something. Like mm-hmm. your goals is not magically any like, "Hey, I wanted to lose this weight to now." And it's just magically going to happen. You got to take <laughs> actions towards it. So if eating well is a uh, you know weight loss guess what we did nutrition is the goal so how are you going to make sure you're getting the right amount of foods that's yeah. the key so right. so let's start with time because when it comes to meal prep there is no it's no secret that it's going to take a ton of your time mm-hmm. so let's like break that down who wants to break down like the time that it's going to take with meal prep through every step Okay, so if you want to do it right, first you have to define what your macronutrients are going to be. What's your caloric intake that you need to be taking, and then break that into your macronutrients. Anybody want to go to the next step? Anybody else got it? Then you (laughs) have to. Then you have to. Then you have to go ahead, and now you got to go ahead and go find recipes that you want that you want to eat. And then once you find those, now you have to generate substitutes to be able to make those foods work. So that's what that takes Danielle on a weekly basis, probably a solid three, four hours, if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. to be able to make those substitutes. Mm-hmm. If not, it's gonna take you longer. Because you can meal prep terrible food, but get yeah. like or unbalanced yeah. food, but yeah. is that gonna get you to yeah. your goal? I so. always like those uh, like Facebook memes where they, <laughs> they where they get like, hey, I meal prep this week, so it's, it's like, like a Domino's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do- I, I ordered Domino's and I put it in meal prep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and that's exactly like if you're meal prepping terrible food, it's not gonna get you. Like exactly. meal prep means nothing then. It's like you have to make sure they're balanced to your macronutrient exactly. balance. So then once you get that, then the next stage that you have to do is like you not only have to make sure that your protein, carbs, and fats, but also you have to like watch your sodium levels yeah. too, because sodium levels will make you retain water if you're looking to lose weight. That's gonna go get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do want to make sure you get enough sodium, but you want you don't want to make sure that you're like getting too much. At the same yeah, time. yeah, absolutely. Um, Which, so- since we're talking about sodium, one thing to keep in mind because me and Kayla were talking about this the other day. One mm-hmm. meal of fast food, like if you go to Panera, because one of my favorite things to get at Panera is a bacon turkey Bravo. That is two thousand eight hundred milligrams of sodium, and typically you're looking for a daily intake of like what is it, sixteen seventeen hundred ish. Yeah, like you're looking in that sixteen to seventeen hundred milligrams a day. That'd be the for high all end your too. meals. Yeah, that's a high end. Like you don't want to get too much more than that. And like one meal of fast food can almost be like two days worth of sodium. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is where meal prep 
comes in handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the money that you spend at uh, Panera is probably not yeah. going to be the best and, money. And why they and then why there's so much sodium in this is because they're making that food somewhere else, yeah. and they have to add these preservatives to it to make sure it stays good by the time it gets there. So like that's why there's so much sodium in our foods that are packaged there's foods that the fast food or just restaurants in general mm-hmm. is that food, food yeah canned food or yeah. just like, and, they, like, and then to their defense they have to be able to supply a product that is not does not have bacteria on it yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah. they have to preserve it as long as they can and it's mm-hmm. it can fit into your macros but it's not going to fit into mm-hmm. the micronutrients mm-hmm. you're going to be completely imbalanced in the micronutrients yeah, yeah. problem yeah mm-hmm. it's like the smart balance meals you can get in the frozen section at the grocery store like the macro people are like oh these macros are great well, yeah but there's 1200 milligrams of sodium yeah so and one almost meal. your entire day's worth. Yeah. 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 yes um okay so then after that after you get your after get your uh food that you're going to make now you have to break down the ingredients and put the time into making a grocery list and you mm-hmm. have to put all this grocery list together and then after that point then now you have to go get your groceries and the thing is is if you're trying to do a good job of this you're probably not going to be able to get all of your stuff at one store so you're going to have to break down the stores that have the product that you need for whatever you need or you're going to have to readjust your type uh, your list and stuff along those lines um and then after that point then you're going to have to go take that food home put it away and then whenever it comes down to like prepping it and stuff, now you have to spend all the time actually getting the ingredients out, chopping them up, prepping them. If you're doing vegetables, stuff along those lines, you're going to have to chop, t- take a lot of time. Chop, like David, you're going to be able to explain as well oh, as yeah, anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on this side. How long does it take to be able to get all the food ready, actually? I mean, yeah, it depends on uh, – we've spent on some recipes spending uh, two, three hours on chopping and prepping sometimes, but this is on high quantities of foods mm-hmm. for people. But yeah. like – it can, uh, yeah, it can take a while. Yeah, for my solo day last was Sunday whenever I was cooking, it took me about five hours from start to finish. That's not including the grocery, but just from, like, the point of cooking starting at 8.30, I chopped for probably about 30 minutes to an hour for all three of my recipes. Then I cooked. Um, I had a crock pot thing that I accidentally forgot to turn the power on, so it ended up being three hours instead of two hours. So I was dumb. <laughs> Once again, also make sure you know how your appliances work. Yeah. <laughs> Very important and when it comes to time. Read all instruction manuals before yeah. you start cooking. And then, you know, after you're chopping, you're cooking, you have to let things cool, and you got to portion them out and package them. Like, it took me, I was up until 2 or 3 in the morning Sunday. I started at 8.30, and I was up until 2 in the morning on Sunday, getting ready to meal prep for the week. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and I think a lot of it is we always underestimate on actually how much time that it is. And then you have to now, you could do really good up to that point. Then it comes to portioning it out and you could screw up the whole thing in that Uh step if you don't portion it out correctly. If you were like, it really made 12 servings and you put it into three servings, four servings over in every single one of those meals and you could totally screw up Mm -hmm. what you think is going to be successful by missing that step. And then at that point, now you have to make sure that you then stay on your plan after that point. Yep. So like there are multiple different stages that you have to go through through this. So it is not just a easy thing to do because if you don't know the steps, then you're going to epically fail. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, they each time, especially that first time, it's going to take you a way longer because... You might find that you didn't turn the crock pot on. Little things like that might happen. Yep. So guarantee you don't make that mistake again. Yes. But uh, yeah. but you learn through the process and you so, refine it and you make it faster. But And, yeah, and as Danielle has tracked this for our own family, we tracked it one week just to see on how long it actually took her to do this. We calculated everything up. It's 16 and a half hours that you have to take start to finish to be able to keep variety in your diet and to be able to make sure everything is portioned out properly. If you do not do that, 
you will not succeed. And yeah. it's, do you want to take 16 and a half hours of your week? And it, do you have 16 and a half yeah. hours? You're either going to have to do that or you're going to have to pay somebody else to do it. So I like the comparison is compared to, do you have the time to be able to find out on how to fix your car if it's broken down? Or do you just take it to the mechanic and get it fixed? A lot of time, if you don't know how to do something, you pay a professional to be able to do it for you. So mm-hmm. you're either going to have to become a professional at it or you're going to have to pay a professional. Yep. So this is the same comparison. It's just we've been so uneducated in the nutritional part, which is really needed, but we've comple- our, gener- our like previous generations have completely missed that and they have to get advice from a professional to help mm-hmm. them do it right. Yeah, the, even just the food industry is so, so like it went from – eating in the garden and eating like local stuff, which there was no preservatives yeah. and things like that to now it's incorporated. So now there's so much more preservatives. So it's even more important to be able to look and prepare things. And before the uh, time wasn't a big issue. So people were cooking all every night. Like yeah. people don't do that anymore. Like that's where the problem is. And, and a lot of times it's where you're prioritizing your time. Cause a lot of people are like, uh, PTA meetings, sports events, yeah. mm-hmm. anything and everything. It's it's really you do have the time. It comes down to the priority of do I want to take that time to prep my food or not. Yeah. So it's like, and that's it's it once again, you list out your priorities, it'll tell you exactly yeah. what your priorities are. I guess actually back to what I was meaning too is uh, before there wasn't any other options, I guess. More exactly. Than yeah. that's, so there that, wasn't yeah. no there wasn't those convenient options. So you were forced to cook right. every night. So there wasn't an option. So mm-hmm. more than just that's what we did. Like no, there was no other mm-hmm. option to it. So yeah. now there's so many different convenience variables out there right now for you that it doesn't make sense to cook sometimes. Yeah. So like that's why you go and make those bad decisions. Yep. And Yeah. And you just don't understand what you're making. And I think too, like our generation now is kind of seeing the back end of that because when our parents were growing up. Fast food was kind of like a new thing. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. let's go cheeseburgers and like whatever. And like that was cool, but then I, it just became <laughs> it became kind of like a habit for them. And now we're seeing our parents that have hypertension and diabetes and heart disease and all these terrible things because they have like fall into the trap of convenience food. Yeah, absolutely. And now we are hopefully trying to make a change. Like, I mean, I know we are, but like our generation yeah. as a whole, like hopefully we'll kind yeah. of try to take a step towards. And, it, and it, a lot yeah. of it is, it was because of the imbalance of it. It was like, yeah. a lot of it is, it's not going to be, it's not bad to eat it like one time right. every now yeah, and then. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you can't do it. You, can, you, yeah. can't, you can't seek that as that's going to be your only option. Yeah. All the time. The problem is, is people are doing this every single night, two to three times a day. You know, and it's like, because their lifestyle, their priority is no longer on health, yeah. and it's on their kids' activities, yeah, on yeah. everything else, on work. You got to realize that health is like you're not always going to have it, but like, and everybody takes it for granted until it's literally gone. And now I have all of these problems, which hence is the medical problem that we have nowadays. Yeah, is nobody takes care of their health until it becomes to dire need of now I need to like. My, my arteries are clogged or I have high blood pressure or I got this problem. Or diabetes. Like, or diabetes, yeah. exactly. Well, so it's, then, yeah, people will take all the time in the world to go to the doctor's appointments that they have to make or spend the money on the doctor's appointments. But when you talk about spending time or money on meal prep, they're like, well, like what? What are you yeah. talking about? You know, and it's just like mm-hmm. that prioritizing thing. Like, you won't they, have they don't understand how serious the actions they're taking are mm-hmm. until it becomes a health issue. Right. Then they're like, oh, crap. So there is no other options. Back to like back with the cooking thing. There was no other option, so they had to cook. Like yeah. Now it's like you have no other option. You're going to die or yeah. you know, potentially. Um, so you have to take these options. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. so I'm always team preventative medicine yes. instead of conventional medicine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy how much you're going to save if you're going the preventative route. Because yeah. you know, whenever it gets down to crunch time, 
your doctor bills, your insurance payments. Think about all how much a up. surgery costs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It is ridiculous on how much a surgery costs. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like you seriously don't want to take the time or pay somebody to do that, that you're going to have to pay the money anyways, or mm-hmm. take the time to do it anyways. Like, yeah. you got to really. On a smaller scale, diabetics and test strips, those blood glucose test strips are expensive. Oh, like, yeah. You have to buy a new pack every month, every couple yeah. of months. And. It adds up. And if you don't have a good insurance, which I think is kind of a common thing, you're in trouble. Yeah. 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 So if you really want to save money, take care of your health. It yeah. will save you the most money. And just even from a productivity standpoint, if you if you want to feel better and if you want to get more done in your day, you if you don't have any energy and you're not nourishing your body properly, you are not going to get out of, of your life what you want to. Mm-hmm. If you really want to be able to get the most out of your life, you're going to have to energize yourself and you're going to have to nourish your body properly. Yeah. And even in like times and money savings, like eating, you can eat healthier and cooking at home and meal prepping than actually spending at going out and eating. Like if you're mm-hmm. actually eating out two or three times a day or three, you know, f- you know, four or five times a week, you can literally save money by just eating at yep. home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to fast food or in that even includes grocery shopping, yeah. you know? And, it, and, it, and even if you feel guilty of taking the time to do this from your family and from their activities, think about what you're passing to your kids. Yeah. yeah. If you're passing mm-hmm. to them, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Guess how their lifestyle is going to be whenever they're used to that. Like it's mm-hmm. think about how you're teaching your kids, not just on your own. What's happening right now. Well, I got all these sports and all this stuff. Quit at one of them. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. Like, come on, like what they're going to remember are the things that you teach them, not the baseball game that mm-hmm. they won or lost. Like yeah. you got to really put it into perspective on really what you're giving to your kids. Really what we're teaching them is what they're going to know whenever they're adults. And that's the lifestyle that they're going to become accustomed to. So if right. you give them the right lifestyle and the right tools to be successful, they're going to be very successful long term. Winning the baseball game, is that really yeah. going to be like really life changing? <laughs> Not a lot. Not You're gonna learn learn some qualities from it, but it's not the you don't it's not everything. Yeah. yeah. So and to expand on that, like teaching your kids like having them cook with you and teaching yeah. them yes. how to cook healthy foods, that's gonna last with them as well. Like I remember being little and baking with my mom and like mm-hmm. that is something that's come with me to this point in my life. I love to cook, I love to bake, you know. Granted the things my mom cooked, love you mom, they weren't very healthy. <laughs> but it's something that she instilled into me was, you know, cooking yeah. and baking and it, it can be fun and you can and you can take those foods that you enjoy at restaurants and make them macro friendly. Like yeah. I do that all the time with burgers. Like I'll just swap a few things here and there and it perfectly fits those numbers that I'm trying to hit. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's a great point to, you know, make about cooking being quality time with your family so if you're worried about losing time with your family bring the kids into it because like you said yeah when are you baking with your mom i uh, used to cook in the kitchen with my dad every afternoon that's like what we did that was like our time together and it's really like the best memories that i have in my childhood are like Mm -hmm. cooking and dancing and just being silly and that's how I learned to cook. Yep. Because if it wouldn't have been that, I wouldn't have known. And even to another point of people saying that, oh, well, my kids don't like this, and my husband does only likes to eat meat and potatoes, I used to be the meat and potatoes guy. <laughs> I used to be that person. But Danielle literally changed how I eat. Like, And I can eat anything. It is a, literally it's a mental game that you have to overcome. And if you never overcome it, it's always going to be there. So yeah. know with your kids, if they're going to resist, it's just like if they're throwing a temper tantrum and they will not get off off the couch, are you going to get them off the couch and teach them this lesson or are you going to let, let them stay up there? You're never going to literally get the action that you want 
until you teach them and get them to experience that. Because the food does not taste bad. It's in no. their mind that they don't want that. Yeah. Everett eats avocados, <laughs> berries, anything healthy, it's because that's what we've exposed them to. If you do not yes. expose your kid to healthy foods, mm-hmm. they will not eat healthy foods. Is because the foods that they're used to eating, fruit snacks and all these things, that's what they're used to. So they're mm-hmm. used to things tasting like that. They don't know any different whenever you're feeding them, feeding no. it to them whenever they're younger. Exactly. So like that's, mm-hmm. you're, you're controllable is you're, you're creating your own technically scenario of your kids resisting. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to eventually change it. Children are born with an intuitive ability to know when they're hungry and when they're full. And if you provide them with food and they say, I don't like that, you say, okay, this is what we're having. When you're hungry, this is what you, you get to eat. They will eat or they will wake up the next morning and be starving and they will eat what you put down in front of them. And I know yeah. I don't have children. I know that's easier said than done. But in the end of the day, children aren't going to let themselves starve to death. They were going to eat what yep. you put. And if you are constantly allowing them the exposure to healthy foods, they will adapt to it. And when mm-hmm. it comes to your husband... He's a grown man. He'll fend for himself. And if he doesn't want on board, it, yeah. then that's that would be unsupportive. And that's the biggest thing. That's what Danielle mm-hmm. came down to. She's like, I'm not cooking anything different. You're going to yeah. eat what I have. Exactly. I'm like, crap. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> well looks like, and you, you know what? And now, I, and now, yourself, and now yeah, exactly. I love all of the food. And yeah. it was like, it was because I had to be pushed out of my comfort zone. You have to push them out of the comfort zone. And guess what? They're not going to like it. <laughs> that's okay. They're going to have to get mm-hmm. used to it. It's like, because guess what? Is there, if you don't want your husband to have a heart attack or your wife to have a heart attack long-term, think about their health right now. Don't think about how, what this scenario could blow up to right there. Yeah, they're going to be resistant because they don't have their burger and fries. It, everybody would be. You yeah. have to change that. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just have to give Connor the look. If I make him like, <laughs> I'm just like, He's like, okay, I'll eat it. <laughs> I don't want the cabbage, but you're going to eat the cabbage. That's what you're going to exactly. do. Some, usually I just don't tell him what I'm cooking. Yep. Then, I just give it to him. He's like, oh, okay. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, when it comes down to it, meal prep is a huge debate between time versus money. So which one are you willing to spend on? Become a professional or pay a professional. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, I think that wraps everything up, guys. Okay, we are good to go. So, as usual, we're going to keep doing more podcasts on different topics, things that we hear uh, in the studio, um, things that we're struggling with, because, you know, you're not the only one that has a hard time navigating it. Even though we're around this all day, this is all that we do. Like, it's still hard to, you know, stay on track with eating right or working out or getting your cardio in or every single variable that goes into being healthy. So, We also like to chronicle our journeys as well. So uh, stay tuned and keep checking out our station just to find more super valuable podcasts. Until then, we'll see you later.